The reason entrepreneurship is so difficult is because it forces you to change who you are, your identity, the values that you supposedly have as you continue to grow. And I'm not saying your you know, honesty, et cetera, those types of values, but the, the way that you see the world and how you operate. Welcome to the game where we talk about how to get more customers, how to make more per customer, and how to keep them longer, and the many failures and lessons we have learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Alex Ramosa here. Uh, three companies who uh, now have done over $110 million in sales. And this video, I want to talk about the entrepreneurial journey as it relates to control. Um, and the reason I think this is so important, and this is probably the biggest reason that people get stuck. All right, and so at the end, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to explain kind of how control shifts throughout the entrepreneurial journey, where people get stuck. Um, and at the very end of the video, I'll tell you basically the, the most valuable rule of thumb that I've learned in scaling our companies. All right, so uh, first thing is, the reason entrepreneurship is so difficult is because it forces you to change who you are, your identity, the values that you supposedly have as you continue to grow. And I'm not saying your you know, honesty, et cetera, those types of values, but the, the way that you see the world and how you operate. Because in the very beginning, you, most of us at some point have to transition from a, a lack of control to complete control, right? And what I mean by that is either you, you know, went straight into entrepreneurship where you shifted control from your parents to yourself, right? Or uh, if in many other instances you started, you had a job, someone else was kind of responsible for your income for the most part uh, because they're paying you, you weren't generating it yourself. Um, and then, and so you're, you're very limited, right? And then you jump to taking complete ownership over all of your outcomes, right? And so you have complete control. The difficult thing is, is that the thing that takes you the first step, that huge leap of saying, I'm going to be completely in control is usually the thing that will stifle most entrepreneurs who are trying to grow, right? Because if you have complete control and complete ownership, that's great, but there's only one of you, right? And so what, what that leads to is kind of this, this buyback. And I think the first time, time I heard this recently was uh, Dan Mortel was talking about buyback principle, and I just like the, the terminology. Um, but basically, you just continue to buy back um, your time as you continue to grow the company. And so in the very beginning, most people are buying back support time. So it's just kind of like, uh, you know, lower skilled support tasks that they're doing in their business. So it's like them, and then they've got maybe an assistant, right? And then after that, uh, there might be higher level uh, support or administrative tasks. So that might be like billing, collections, contracts, all that kind of stuff that might happen in the business after you have like your kind of support role uh, taken care of. From there, the next level of control that people have to give up is selling, right? No one can sell like me. No one gets it like I get it. People just don't relate to my customers, right? And the issue is control. You're trying to control the whole thing. And the thing is, is that every time you add someone in and you buy back more of your time, you relinquish control. And so the thing is, is that every level of entrepreneurship, I'm telling you right now, it is always uncomfortable because the thing that you are now holding on to is the thing that you have to give up. And this has been one of the hardest things for me. And a lot of, part, a lot of this is because we identify with being the thing, right? In the beginning, I'll, I'll give you a simple example because we work with so many gyms um, uh, in the gym launch company. Uh, people be like, no one treat, trains a class like I do, right? So that's the first level of fulfillment, right? First level of, of delivery is, is training, right? It's also the first thing they need to outsource. Um, and the reason for that is because the market will pay someone $15 an hour. Somebody will come in for $15 an hour to do that work. Well, if you have work that pays you $100 an hour, then you should be doing the $100 an hour and not the $15 an hour work. But they think, because they like to feel special, they like to feel unique, no one can train like I can train. Well, I mean, obviously, there's probably some people who train a lot better than you. So maybe you should let them do the training, right? And then after that, usually the business owner will do contracts, billing, 
you know, and they're usually not that good at it anyways because they're entrepreneurs. <laughs> and so that's the next thing that happens, right? And so then the next piece might be some sort of assistant of some kind or some sort of right-hand operator that would help you out, right? And then again, there, it's like, well, no, I don't trust anyone with the money. If I'm not looking at the money, then, then we're going we're gonna to lose. Well, I used to say the same thing until I had someone who's better at tracking the money than I am. Huh, crazy, right? And so I had to give up control of the money. Um, not to say I don't look at it, right? But I had to give up control of it. And so then I'm just selling, right? Because that's the highest value thing I could do at the time was I could just talk to people and get them to give us money, right? But then eventually there's too many, too many consultations that have to happen. And I still have to run the business, right? And so I have to give that control over to someone else, which is probably one of the biggest and most difficult people. This is usually the thing that gets in the way of people going, um, I'd say from a million over. So we're doing over a million. So up to a million dollars a year, you can just sell yourself. Right? Like you yourself can sell and you can have these other people who are assisting you. But once you cross a million, it's usually difficult um, to be doing the selling yourself. And that's where you have to start scaling sales. Hey guys, real quick, if you're new to the podcast, I have a book on Amazon called $100 million offers that over 8,000 five-star reviews and it has almost a perfect score. You can get it for 99 cents on Kindle. The reason I bring it up is that I put over a thousand hours into writing that book and it's my biggest gift to our community. So it's my very shameless way of trying to get you to like me more and ultimately make more dollars so that later on in your business career, I can potentially partner with you. So that's my give. Go check it out, Amazon and back to the show. So you have to give that control up, right? The next level after control uh, of doing control of the sales is now you have to teach other people in a, in a group, not just one person, but a group of people how to sell. So you have to manage the sales team, you have to recruit, you have to hire, you have to train, compensate, etc. And again, this levels of control. But again, here, here, even with the sales team, you're talking maybe three, maybe 10 million. When you get to 10 million, you're trying to go to 30, the level of control that you're giving up here is leadership. Weird, right? because there's just too many departments, too many people. You can't lead everyone, right? So you have to lead a small group of people and get them to lead the people who are underneath of them, right? And so again, it's a level of control. It's control over your, your culture. Now, obviously you wanna lead it. You wanna lead by example. You wanna be the, the most distilled down version of that thing so that it, it, it permeates, right? But as you continue to buy back, I think the question that I like to ask myself is what am I, what am I trying to control? What am I trying to control? And I think if you think about that, um, and then rather, what part of my identity am I giving up by giving up this control? I used to think I was the, you know, such a great salesman, right? It, no one can sell like I can sell. But I, you know what? I can't outsell 12 guys, right? <laughs> I, I literally can't, you know what I mean? I can't do it. And so, and if the business model requires, you know, only a soup, like your level of sales to, to make it work, then the model's broken, right? You should be able to have people close half as many as you and still make the model work, right? Now, obviously, over time, you want to get them to sell better than you because all they're doing is selling, right? Whereas you were, when you were selling the way you did, you were running the business. And so with each, each of this kind of cycle is you have to give up control. And so I told you in the beginning of the video that I will uh, give you the rule of thumb that has, been, has served me very well in running my companies, which is how far away do you get? right? How far away do you get when you, when you relinquish control? Because the thing is, is you relinquish control, but you still take full accountability and, re and responsibility for the results. That's what's wild, is that you have to say, I'm going to give this over to you. I'm losing control, and yet I'm still responsible. That'll trip you up. But the rule of thumb that I use is know where the bodies are buried. Know where the bodies are buried. And so what I mean by that is, if I don't know 
where the flaws are in a department, I'm too far away. So if, if, I'm, if, you know, if I talk to, let's say, a marketing director, or I talk to a sales director, or I talk to uh, you know, customer support, or I talk to you know, finance, and I don't know where the bodies are buried. Like I don't know what the issues are because every department has issues. Every department has problems. It's a business. It's made of humans, and humans are imperfect, right? Um, which means that there are always imperfections. There are things that are not working as well as they could. If I can't name problems, if I don't know where the bodies are buried in the department, then I'm too far away, right? Now, when I say that, it doesn't mean I have given up too much control. That's not the issue. It's just I need more transparency. I need to be paying more attention to that area. And this rule of thumb has served me well. So if I start hearing only good news from a department and I don't hear anything negative, I'm too far away. And this has been my, my managerial leadership rule of thumb that has really helped me a ton is know where the bodies are buried. And so um, this is the entrepreneurial journey in a nutshell. I got a lot of feedback from the zero to $100 million video that I made of kind of the steps from a business model perspective. Um, but from the personal perspective, the issue is control. And that's why most people can't get stuck because they have all these personal issues that prevent them from controlling. I'm sorry, Alex, I just don't trust people. I have trust issues. Well, get over it because you're not going to build something great without trusting other people. So if you want your mom or your dad or the thing that you, know, you have your trust issues with to be the reason that you're not successful, then give them more power. Go, you know, power to you, right? Just, get, just keep giving them control over your life uh, because you have these issues, right? Or you can decide, I think this person's done enough damage to me in my life. I'm not going to let them stop me from accomplishing what I want to I wanna accomplish. And so I'm going to take back that power. I'm going to take back the control over my outcomes, take responsibility, which may feel shitty in the moment, because it means I suck, but at least I suck and I don't point at them saying they suck because I can control what I do. And as a result, I can go through this process and continue to buy back and relinquish control, buy back and relinquish control, buy back and relinquish control. First of the doing, then of the admin, then of the, the ops, then of the sales, and then of having a sales team, and then of the leadership, and then continuing on and on as we relinquish more and more control, right? How can you be free if you control everything? Interesting. Anyways, lots of love. Keep being awesome. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Hope you found this valuable. Bye.